Welcome to another episode of Album for the Day with John E. and Jay. Album for the Day, November 16th, as we continue with Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees breakthrough album. Today we do Prince with Purple Rain as it rains outside. <laughs> and it was recorded August of 83 through March of 84 at First Avenue in Minneapolis the warehouse in St. Louis Park, Minnesota, and the record plant, New York City, and Sunset Sound in Hollywood, because Prince is a man of many studios. Mm. It was released on June 25th of 1984 on Warner Brothers Records. It was Prince's sixth album, and the soundtrack to the film of the same name is 13 times platinum in the U.S., sold 25 million copies worldwide, (laughs) and Prince was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2004 by Outkast and Alicia Keys. Mm -hmm. This made the, not even going to mention the other two, the 2020 Rock and Roll, or uh, Rolling Stone, Greatest Albums of All Time, Mm -hmm. number eight. Uh, And well-deserving. This is one of the, this is one of the greats. You hear this this is, is number eight, you're like, Tell me the other seven. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree. And th- because it's, you know, it is that like 80s pop kind of thing where, yeah, there's a lot of synthesizers. Yeah, there's a lot of, you know, echoing guitars, that kind of stuff. Very 80s. But this is one of the best albums ever made. This so, is Prince at his creative See, this is the weird part. I can't say it's at his creative peak. It's not at his creative peak. It I, is at his commercial peak. Com- that I think is that perfect. is a fair statement. That's, that's very fair. Prince is the first artist to have a number one single, a number one album, and the number one movie in North America at the same time. Mm. That's a, sh- a hard thing to break, sh- too. Yeah, I don't shame. know. It's a shame he didn't get that EGOT as well. <laughs> uh, God bless the P-God if you yeah, get the yeah, exactly. too. Yeah, right. But, oh, man. Um, this is a great, great album. It's the first album to top the Billboard 200 uh, for 24 weeks, by the way. Yeah. And was on the chart for 122 weeks. And... For those of you who don't know, yes, the guitar solo in Purple Rain was cut live. Like, it was cut live. Like, go back, or actually, right after this podcast, hit those three dots, add it to the queue, listen to that solo again, and tell yourself, while it's happening, this is Prince live. In the moment. In the moment, feeling the flow, doing the bull dance. There's two number ones, a number two, and a number eight off this album. Uh, Wind Doves Cry mm. and Let's Go Crazy were number one. Purple Rain was number two. I Would Die For You was number eight. Um, Prince and The Revolution won Best Rock Vocal Performance by a Duo or Group with Vocal and Best Score Soundtrack for Visual Media Grammy Awards. And Prince won an Oscar for Best Original Song Score for the film Purple Rain. Hmm. So uh, he's making the effort on the <laughs> guy, dude. <laughs> he's like, getting, he's working, he's getting, man. He's, what does he need, a Tony? Ma- Emmy? Yeah. He needed a Tony and an Emmy. Mm. 
All he needed was one Garth Brooksy TV special <laughs> to, to fill in that spot. You never and know. Next thing you know, Purple Rain, the musical. Purple Rain. I, musical. It was just a shout away, dude. Yeah. 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 No, Rape, it's, it's, murder. Yeah, I was going to say, it's very, very Rolling Stones there. <laughs> Sorry. Give me shelter. There's yeah. a tornado going on outside. No, and speaking of rape and murder. <laughs> <laughs> Tipper Gore. <laughs> Tipper Gore had something to say about this album, too. Luther Campbell. Yeah, so t- <laughs> Tipper Gore. This is one of the albums that uh, that Tipper Gore put on her uh, watch list, basically, for parental advisory. Um, basically, the Parents Music Resource Center, it uh, basically said that the song Darling Nikki uh, was... The quote the, I got it, was, graphic, salacious, lyrical imagery. Which yeah yeah absolutely it is. yeah but it I mean but it's still a great song <laughs> now to be fair he doesn't say that she's actually doing the act with the magazine mm-hmm. it could just be that the magazine is an aid in the moment it's it's very suggestive it, it very leaves room for your interpretation but it though. also leaves room for Tipper Gore's interpretation well because it is graphic. Exactly. Graphic imagery is not something that somebody like Tipper Gore is used to. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. Uh-uh. Well, I mean, I, I would assume at this point in her life she is because she's had to go through and listen to these albums to make sure that the rest of the world is, is protected. See, and that's where you get into, you know, things throughout the years that Orwell and a variety of other people told us about where the people making decisions to cut you off from stuff have enlightened themselves to the point where they know mm. all of that stuff and yep. they don't want everybody to. Yeah. Well, yeah, that, and that's, you know, but but back to this album. <laughs> Darling Nikki. Mm. A real peach. It is. Um, I think uh, I think Let's Go Crazy might be my favorite song on here. I, I really do. Purple Rain, it's hard to mess with. It's hard to, It's almost like that's on a tier by itself. So it was one of several songs that were recorded live at the First Avenue Club in Minneapolis mm-hmm. with strings and overdubs added in the studio later. Prince said it was inspired by Bob Seger when he was touring for 1999 album in uh, 1983. Bob Seger was playing many of the same markets and Prince said that he didn't understand the appeal, but he figured he'd try to write a ballad in sort of a seager kind of way. Wow. So I, that was a Today I Learned kind of moment. I might have to go back and listen to the song again. I re-listened to it when I read that yeah. with new ears, and I was like, Whoa. Wow. wow. You know, Purple Rain Against the Wind. Mm. I just... Oh my good! You can't unthink it once yeah. you've thought it. I'm very sorry for all you listeners. I'm not there. sorry for you at all. This is a brand new day, y'all. Yeah, it's a brand new day, Bob Seger day. Full oh, praise his name, <laughs> praise his name. But while we're talking about Purple Rain, and I'll just say the one thing, and I don't think Jay will need to add anything mm. uh, because we've been around for the same amount of Super Bowl halftime shows. Oh, Prince doing the Super Bowl halftime show 
purple rain being performed while it's raining mm-hmm. with purple lights yeah. just slaying it yeah. covers the Foo Fighters yeah, it's- in the Super Bowl halftime show gives the guitar to somebody by the stage, a fan. That guitar Best was the most amazing. Super Bowl halftime show ever. There's not a. There's, they should just stop. Yeah. No. They should just replay that in hologram every Super Bowl. See, you can't stop. But yes, I agree with you because you wouldn't get more performances from. I mean, they're they haven't really had that great of a performer since. So, but this is we're talking Prince here. We're we talking are. Prince. That's what I'm he saying. He's one of the best. I mean, I'm saying. He's a top five guitar player of all time. I'm saying he's a top five musician of all time. Absolutely. I'm saying he's a top five lyricist, top five singer. I'm saying he's a top five overall of all time. Artist. Artist of all time. Across the board. Across the board. I'm on board with that. And it's just like, it's hard to come back from seeing an artist perform at his highest level and then you put somebody, whoever played the next year. What that I, did sorry, is it put unbelievable pressure on, on else. everyone else oh, to follow that. Yeah. It also put unbelievable pressure on Prince. Dude, yeah. what are you going to do next? Yeah. And I I mean, the man is amazing. Yeah. But, you know, literally, what do you do next? Mm. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So in Ebony Magazine in 1986... Prince said, and I quote, I think Purple Rain is the most avant-garde purple thing I've ever done, unquote. And when you look at everything that Prince has ever said in an interview, publicly, on the record, that is right in tune with all of that. Mm. And uh, I appreciate him literally putting a definition on the word purple Mm. i've strived for that for years (laughs) um the revolution which is the band deserves a shout oh yeah um it includes wendy melvoin and lisa coleman also known as wendy and lisa who put out records on their own on guitars and vocals and keyboards and vocals in that order uh matt dr fink on keyboards and vocals brown mark on bass and vocal and Bobby Z on drums and percussion. Um, the beautiful ones, Darling Nikki and When Doves Cry were credited to everyone. Hmm. Whereas everything uh, else was Prince. The uh, Computer Blue though is actually a cool like band song. Mm-hmm. And it it was a little bit from everybody. It was to hear the story. It was crafted by the band and 
it was adapted from a song that he had previously written himself called Father's Song uh, that was actually by his father, mm-hmm. jazz musician John L. Nelson. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's always cool when you can take something from your past and uh, turn it into something beautiful. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was... Uh, the uh, the song When Doves Cry was actually commissioned as a montage sequence for the movie, and Prince came in the next day and said, I got, so I got this song. <laughs> That's you, the most you, Prince thing ever right you there. You asked for this. And I spent all freaking night on it. Yep. Here's yeah. what I got for you. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait to hear what his posthumous releases are going to be because you know he recorded every single day. Like He was like, if I'm going to be an artist, I'm going to be an artist. And he recorded. But you don't want that incomplete stuff, though, man. I mean, I, I, I agree because he's not there to complete it, and he didn't release it for a reason. I mean, I'm, I'm there with you. Well, when Dove's Cry was... Uh, when And as a bass player, it's difficult for me to acknowledge it in a lot of ways, but there is no bass line. On When Doves Cry. Mm-hmm. It had one. And he said, no. this song is too conventional. Turn that fader down. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I, I like that even better. Mm-hmm. All right, man. I'm going to let it slide this time because <laughs> you got some tight bass lines in the rest of it. Yeah. Well, uh, album for the day today, uh, November 16th, is Purple Rain by Prince. Uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter at album, the number four of the day. Give us a follow, subscribe wherever you listen to us, and uh, feel free to shoot us an email with suggestions at uh, albumfortheday at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we will see you tomorrow. I just need your extra touch and your kiss. <laughs> if you're listening on Spotify, after starting the podcast, you can search for the album, use the three dots, and hit add to cue. Now the album will start as soon as the episode ends. Woohoo!